Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. We're all here to ride the MSL wave, the mental strength league. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. If you drop me an I'm in your head emoji and spam that hard button. So I make sure we're good to go with the with the headphones. K23 Hampton, what's going on, brother? The Luca, welcome. Jameer, football clip 69. I'm seeing the I'm seeing the spams coming in. Uh, Katie joined in. What's going on, Katie? Pogba Jr. back, back in the mix. Oh, uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, congrats, Quincy. Happy for you. Thank you very much. Dropping in the "I'm in your head" emojis. If you know what we're talking about. Uh, yo, shout out Todor, always making fire gifts. I think this is just a picture. It's a gift he's making me move and stuff like that. For those of you who do not know, um, I am uh, officially out in Vegas now. Woohoo! Out in Vegas. The announcement has been made, but we're still. The announcement has been made. Let's see what we got here. So I'm already looking at the question you guys coming in. Quincy, what's up? Saw you're with Las Vegas now. Yes, that is correct. Uh, K23 said, I've been crazy busy with college season, starting in classes, but glad to be able to drop in again. Well, we are happy to have you, even if it's only for a little bit. We appreciate it. Shannon, what's going on? Welcome, welcome. Anis, welcome. Uh, Marchie, what's going on? Everybody. Everybody. Welcome another episode of the hashtag ask a soccer pro show i believe we are on episode 86 episode 86 think about where this just all started out everybody Uh, think about it just think about it think of where we started and where we're at and where we're going and what has been happening these last several months john hollinger welcome what's going on brother uh, but yeah, let's get into it. So, welcome to another episode of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. I am your host, ten plus year MLS pro, or yeah, eleven year MLS pro, uh, current USL pro for the Las Vegas Lights, Quincy Ameriqua, and I am happy to welcome you guys to another. MSL field field MSL field episode of the Ask the Soccer Pro show and the MSL is the M S L the MSL is the MSL the mental strength league it is a game where you are either an active participant or you are steady getting played and every week here stay on the at perfect underscore soccer Instagram account mentality mindset and philosophy you need to accomplish your goals 
We've got an amazing community, uh, Perfect Soccer MSL community out there who joins us live every Thursday to get your questions answered by what is now a 12-year professional soccer player. So if you guys have any questions about soccer, life, philosophy, quantum physics, food, culture, uh, real estate, financial literacy, whatever you guys got, we're here to talk about it and get into it. And I'm seeing everybody. I'm uh, out here on the patio, so it's in here. So Yusuf joined, and then Justine, man, Justine. All right, yeah, call in if you. We got a call in. Right, right as I said a call in, I got a phone call. Um, yeah. So let's see what we got here. I'm in. Get your question. Uh, oh, but you declined it. How are you going to ask to come in and then decline it? Come on, you guys. You guys be funny. Uh, 14, Taya said 14 more. That's right. Uh, okay, so K23 Hampton asked, what is the process after you sign? I'm guessing physical testing amongst other things. Yeah, so usually what happens is um, you, you join with the team. In many cases, you, you meet with the coach, you speak with the coach a little bit. Maybe you get an intro to some of the guys on the team. Uh, uh, and then you're uh, – let me back up because what typically – so the process usually is like you land in the city that you're in or you drive to the city that you're in and you'll meet uh, usually a team administrator. The team administrator will kind of get you sorted out at your hotel or wherever you're staying while you're getting your bearings and feelings for the for the city that you're in and what's going on. We'll give you a little bit of background as to how things work, what time training is, what the expectations are, and what the process is. Typically, the process includes getting a physical. Now it also includes uh, COVID testing. Um, what else? Uh, getting acclimated, acclimated or introduced to like the strength of fitness coach, getting an understanding of what you've been doing, and then the plan of action for integrating you with the team. Uh, for me right now, the, we're in the middle of the season, so how you get integrated is a little bit different than you would if you're joining a team for preseason. But that's pretty, that's pretty standard in terms of like the first phase of that. And usually you're connected with the, the head coach, and you have a conversation with the head coach. They give you a little bit of background as to what their expectations are, what, what the plan is, what they want you to be doing, and... Um, and then you kind of just hit the ground running. Your job is to figure it out as quickly as possible and integrate into the system and perform. And that's what professional sports is, and that's how that's how it typically works. Obviously, there's a there's different there's things slightly change and there's variations to stuff, but that's pretty much the overall process. Let's see. Uh, Taya asks, any tips for first touch? Yeah, if you're if you're trying to improve your first touch. Uh, repetition is repetition is most important is most key i think i saw there's some there's some kid on linkedin i saw him he, he did like a linkedin post where he he developed a he developed a a system where he has the ball in the middle it's on two strings it's attached to posts but stationary 
and you could get uh, rep, uh, repetitive touches on the ball. I thought it was a really great uh, idea, and uh, it looks like something that increases the number of repetitions you can get per minute, which only increases the speed at which you can imp uh, improve your first touch, and repetition is most key. So uh, if, if you can't do that or get that, a ball in a wall is all you need. Uh, what I'll do is I'll get, you know, like, I don't know if you can see the wall behind me, but I'll get like a foot away from the wall and just get as many rep repetitive touches until I get tired. And then I'll switch to the other foot and I'll keep doing repetitive touches until I get tired. I'll just alternate back and forth, uh, top of the foot, inside of the foot, outside of the foot, on both feet. Um, that will help. Um, and that doesn't require you buying any equipment or tools or anything like that. So that's a good one. Let's see. Okay, it was a process. Um, K23Hampton asks, how did you get the opportunity in Vegas, and, are, and how are things going for you so far? I'm sure it's difficult moving all the time as well. Yeah, so uh, I got I got the opportunity in Vegas. Uh, Frank Gallup's the head coach out here, so obviously the soccer world, as we talk about, uh, can get pretty small, and your network is your net worth. And I talk to you guys about that all the time, uh, developing relationships and uh, building rapport with people and providing as much value as possible is uh, crucial to having a long-term career. And the opportunity was, was uh, came about because Frank ended up coming in here in the interim uh, to handle, I think, Ronaldo was the coach previously here. And, um, you know, COVID, I think COVID really messed up a lot of stuff. COVID messed up the process at the MLS level, and I think it was even... Um, uh, exasperated on the USL level. So um, so I think a lot of clubs and organizations have been figuring out ways to just kind of get through 2020 and then hopefully have better clarity and understanding of what they're going to do for 2021. So that's how the opportunity came about. Uh, things so far are good. Um, I've been doing a lot of uh, individual training and, and work uh, to, to stay to stay fit and healthy and be ready to go hopefully for this weekend if everything goes goes according to plan, which would be great. And um, uh, let's see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, how are things going? Going pretty good. I don't know if you guys can hear the person yelling out there. It doesn't sound like things are going too good for them uh, as of right now. Um, but things are moving along. Things are moving along. And the last thing, I'm sure it's difficult moving all the time. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, but you, you got to move to where opportunity lies and, and, and be ready so you don't have to get ready. Um, but I think I just had a conversation. I just did a podcast. I forgot the name of the podcast. I just did like two or three days ago. And the question was, uh, can you summarize your career into one word? And uh, the word that came to mind was grind. Grind. Professional sports. Uh, or professional soccer is a grind, and uh, it's just part of it's part of it. And uh, figuring out how to survive the grind is crucial to having a long career. That is great. That is a great point, Taya. When was the last time we had a girl on the show? Just wondering because I haven't seen one in a while. 
you are correct. Um, I think uh, we were we were in the process of scheduling a lot of people to come on the show, and I think you saw Sam Sam Mewis. I think I'm, I'm sometimes I butcher her last name, but she had joined and came on the show, and we had a great lineup of people that were getting uh, sorted out for it. And then COVID like messed up everyone's process, and we just kind of put on the back burner reaching out to people because we knew that they were still trying to figure out what they've got going on. But having said that. I think things are starting to get better back in a better groove. Um, so we should be having more people on as well too. And then I forgot the episode with Mark, with Mark and his daughter. I'm blanking on his daughter's name right now, but it was great when we had her join as well too. Matea, if you've got any questions and you want to call in, please feel free. So Lucas said, do you, when do you start training and have your first game? So uh, I start training. I've been training, but uh, first training with the team can't happen until after you pass you passed all your physicals and then you've gone through all the the protocol and testing. So that's just at the what's going on, brother. That's just at the uh, limitations of like the speed to get everything done. Uh, that's always a wild card. You never know. Yeah, John said Sam Ewis really liked your episode. Yeah, it was it was a good one. You guys should definitely check out the clips. I think the clips are still on the on the page as well as uh, on the YouTube channel. Uh, Taya, yeah, of course. No context. Dylan just joined. What's going on, brother? Uh, yo, shout out Dylan. He's been going live on the Perfect Soccer Gamer account regularly. We got to get him sort it out so he can get his video on the screen and uh, maybe do some interactive stuff with you guys, but as we figure stuff out, we update over time. Uh, McNasty2002 asked, what's your go-to meal after a game quick right after quick? What's your go-to meal after a game quick right after a game? So, um, right after a game, the go-to meal is usually like whatever's provided in the locker room afterwards. Uh, for the most, for the most part, after after games, uh, coaches usually got like pizza or Chick Fil A or um, oh, what was it like things like uh, chicken parmesan and like it's usually pretty good after 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 the game. So I don't have to or I or usually guys don't really have to go and get any food because if they're late night games, most uh. Most places are closed. So, yeah. The go-to is whatever free food is available after the game. Uh, Timmy Pig 14 asks, Would you think about doing a video with ideas, drills for practice, where team members have to be socially distanced? Would you think about doing a video? Yeah, I think... Um, Ryan, so Be Pro General, Ma Be Pro General Manager Ryan Nash has been working with Connor uh, to to document all of the all of the drills and the programs for the BPro weekly program. So if you guys haven't already created your Perfect Soccer Team membership account, make sure you head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash start here and uh, you can create yourself your free account. You'll get access to a free week uh, BPro weekly program. So you can see all the stuff there. But 
Uh, to answer your question specifically, I know Ryan is working on uh, hopefully rebooting our One Skill, One Drill series so we can get some uh, drills like that um, up on the channel hopefully soon. Uh, Pobo said uh, a friend of mine will be looking for a soccer team for me, so I'm waiting for a response soon. Okay. See, welcome, welcome, welcome everybody joining in. Seeing a lot of people trickle in here and spamming the heart button, which is always great to see. The one known as Anthony, welcome. Oh no, I'm late to the party. Nah, you're right on time. Uh, K23 said, We eat pizza after my college games. Can never go wrong with some pizza. Uh, Christina asked, do you think it is a good move to try and play soccer in in Europe if opportunity arises? What age would be best to try out Euro soccer? Do you think it's a good move to try and play soccer in Europe? Yeah, if the opportunity arises, I believe it's a good opportunity. I think it's a good... Yeah, I think it's a good move uh, because European soccer is just viewed differently, and by differently, I mean it's seen as more valuable. Um and that's just undeniable as a brand, you know what I mean? The current state of the market and how people view European soccer, it is considered a higher level and more prestigious. So if you have an opportunity to, if you have an opportunity to play and that is something that you want to pursue and um, that's a path you'd like to take, then yes, I think um, it would be beneficial for you to have uh, European, uh, European ties Connections on your CV, on your soccer CV. Yeah, oh, and then the secondary part: what age would be best to try out Euro soccer? That is that is very specific to your individual goals as a player. Like, if your focus is to become a professional, and that's all you want to do, and that's all you care to be. And, and you're wanting to play at the top levels and get to the top level, then the younger that you can dedicate to that and you're committed to that, to making that happen, then the more time you're giving yourself and the more opportunities you're potentially allowing to, to make that happen. So, um, I think what's mo more important than age is kind of like your mentality. In your mental age, I think I saw, I saw a kid. I just saw a kid posted on overtime. I forgot. I think he said his name is Chase, and he was talking about. Uh, he was talking about. I think he's twelve. He might be twelve or thirteen years old, but he's talking about that he gets up every day at five o'clock in the morning to do his training, and get the extra touches in. And he does it not because he has to, but because he wants to, and he believes it will give him an advantage over his competition. I don't think many kids his age are choosing to do that. And I would say his mentality is approaching it as if he was like 19, 20, 21, not as if I think he was 12 or 13. Uh, and I know 19, 20, 21-year-olds who approach the game like 13, 12, and 13-year-olds. So I think your mentality, your mental age is, is most important in, in making the decision of if you're if you're ready and mature enough to go overseas and make soccer your sole focus, especially the competitive nature. It's diff 
once you're at the pro level and you're you're trying for a pro contract, it is not a it's not rainbows and sunshine like AYSO and youth soccer. It's backstabbing and undercutting and false promises and people who will just say whatever it is they need to say to you to try to get you to sign with them or to sign the contract or to go somewhere or do something. So be mindful of that when making these decisions. These are these aren't these aren't small decisions. Yo, official MLS memes, what's up, brother? Welcome to the live. Happy to see you. Thanks for the shout out on the on the post. Um, the one known as Anthony said, watching this while working out in my room, got a fitness bench and squat rack of my own. Just look at that. Leverage leveraging your time. Put in that work. Love that. Uh, let's see. K23 Ampton asks suggestions to set up a LinkedIn account. Okay, there we go. We're taking it another direction. I like that. Uh, suggestions to set up a LinkedIn account. And if I should, as a sophomore playing college soccer, I have heard networking on there. It's very beneficial to getting opportunities to play at the next level. I believe that um, anything that could give you an opportunity to be seen and highlight and showcase yourself um, is one that you should take full advantage of. Uh, I don't believe there are many uh, sophomores um, who have LinkedIn accounts and are focused on building that up. So I think that gives you an opportunity that you can tap into. So um, I think what's most important, have something of value to provide. It, you might not have a lot of experience, but you can showcase skill sets. If you're really great at video editing, then highlight that and show that. If you're great at if you're great at figuring things out and doing things, doing things quickly, or you're, you're like whatever it is you believe you're good at, figure out a creative way to showcase that. Be be entertaining, right? Um, people want to be entertained and work. And if they have to choose between one or the other, they usually pick entertainment. But here, the MSL mentality mindset, if it's between entertainment or work, we choose the work so that we can enjoy entertainment in the future. So uh, you can do both. Just like the meme you see up on the page right here, uh, courtesy of uh, Todor, you can have fun and put in that work. So let's see. Let's see. I have a... I if shoot software for network. Yep. Okay. So I answered that. Uh, official. Yeah. Daniel asked, "You officially in Las Vegas now?" Yes. Yes, I am. I'm sitting out on the balcony. I don't have a great view of the strip. I just have some of the mountains. Otherwise, I'd show you guys that. Gives a new meaning to the phrase "getting lucky." <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, the one known as Anthony asked, have you ever had to put up with players who were negative towards you? Ha! Anthony, is that a joke, man? Are you, are you, are you trolling me right now? I know that's a serious question. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All the time. All the time. Uh, not everybody's going to be supportive of you. Not everybody's going to support you the way that you feel you should be supported or um, 
are going to do things to help push you forward. Many people assume and believe that you doing well means them doing, uh, yeah, assume that you doing well means they have to do poorly. That's not necessarily true, but but that's how a lot of people view it. So, um, yes. Yes, I have. Uh, what are your thoughts on indoor soccer? I think indoor soccer is a great, uh, great opportunity to get a little bit of a different type of fitness and touches on the ball. Um, it is not the same fitness as playing on the field grass, as you will tell. You can get, you can get in great shape playing um, indoor soccer, and then if you can play indoor soccer for like three months, be in great shape, and then you go out on the field, put on your cleats, and run like for five minutes, and you'll be gassed super tired and it, it's it's crazy how that works because there are different types of fitness and indoor is a great i think indoor is a great way for like cross fitness to do stuff to break up your training and to have fun uh or your on-field stuff k23 said i don't have a new highlight video or cd but i was thinking about starting one after the season once i have a cd and highlight video okay um, yeah, you do the best of, you do the best you can with what you've got, but you try to plan you try to plan the best you can to set yourself up for success. So, uh, in order to have a highlight tape in a CD, you have to have someone, or you have to have someone who's recording, right? To have someone who's recording, you have to make sure that they're there um, and they're paying attention and getting the things that you need, and then you have to download that and make sure that you have it. Either you're editing it yourself, or you have someone who can edit it for you. And uh, capturing that is important. So the, the better you can plan, the farther you can plan in the future, um, and, the, and the more strategic you can be with how you're spending your time, uh, the, the better, better you'll set yourself up for success. Let's see. Uh, ben Jamin asks, is there any skill drills you do can do without a ball, maybe muscle memory drills. Oh, okay. So let me think. Um, yeah, well, skill drills I'll do is like plyos. So like you can do body paints and stepping. So you can just, so if you're stand up. Oh, gosh. So if you're doing fitness moves, so if you're pretending like the ball's at your feet and then body paints. Like that, body paints, so you're stepping. That's still activating those muscles, and you can get repetition. So you step in, step in, step, in, step. Now go, step, step, step. Go, right. So it's movement, trying to, and and then you're shifting from side to side, and you're trying to build your quads, your glutes your calves so that you can keep the fast twitch muscles going and build stamina. So, so you can do a lot of stationary stuff. You don't have to have a ball and you don't, you don't have to be, you don't have to be on a field, right? This is a perfect example. We've been in quarantine for a very long time. I haven't had the opportunity to do training with people, but you can still do things that keep yourself engaged and, uh, and, figure out things that can challenge you differently. Uh, official MLS memes, 
said Quincy Maricois, future coach of San Jose Earthquakes. That would not be a bad decision by them. Uh, no context. Dylan asks, who's the best player you ever played against? Who? So, okay, who's the best player you ever played against? Think about, like, players I played against in a real game or just players like teammates and um, from that. So I'm just going to answer, like, from teammates like that I've had. I'd say... The best player. Yeah, there's, there's best. I think I talked about this in the past. There's best players for different, different reasons, but I'd say overall, best player was probably Henri, Thierry Henri. Yeah, he's probably the best player. Like, uh, fun fact: I was with New York Red Bulls for two weeks, so I'd, I'd actually signed with Red Bulls and was signed to Red Bulls. And before I went to Toronto FC, and that's a whole different story. We can probably get into that on another day. Um, but when I was there, I learned a lot from that short time while there watching Henri play. So he would, he'd be the best, um, most underrated player that I played with, who's a top rated player. And I've talked about this before was Piatti. Uh, Piatti at Montreal, like, people know he's a really good player, and he's he's awesome and, like, great dude, like him a lot. Uh, but I think for how good he was, he's underrated. Definitely think he was underrated. Um, technically, technical, like, ball control in very tight spaces, uh, best was, was Lucho. Lucho was the best uh, that I've played with on that. Um, vision, vision was Wayne. Vision was Wayne. Learned a lot playing with him and watching him and how he approached the game, how he thinks about the game. Um, yeah. Best finisher. Best finisher is Danny Husen. So Danny's the best finisher that I've seen. And by that, I mean range of shot, like from outside the box and inside the box. Best, best, uh, best uh, goal scorer, right? Best goal scorer is Wondolowski. So, like, Wando's not banging shots from, like, outside the 18. Like, his technique, his shot technique from, like, distance and stuff isn't, like, it isn't like on like Danny's level where I'm talking about like Danny's the best finisher, uh, but Wando's the best, uh, most clinical, like in the box, um, goal scoring. Who else? I, was, I keep thinking if you guys like that, I can talk more about that. But those are like those are some of the better uh, players I've played with in the different ways. The context said uh, Andre is the goat. Uh, the one known as Anthony said, glad he didn't say Zlatan. Come on, bro. 
I don't know what all the big deal is about that guy. He's played. He's played. He, well, I was just thinking. I was trying to think. Yeah, keep thinking, but he's lost to the MSL 100% of the time he's ever gone up against it. So. Ooh, everyone said, you know, he's great. Okay, maybe he used to be great. That's cool. That's cool. Yo, what up, Jaleel? Jaleel dropping in, showing some love. Uh, yeah, K23 said, Annie Baba, miss you in Houston, man. Yeah, I forgot uh, Jaleel did play in Houston. Jaleel's a journeyman as well, too. Um, from Davis, California, where I went to college. Uh, Joe Jackson, you talked about your time there and how Henri made a pass that nobody else you'd played played with before could make. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I, I, okay, so then you guys do... I did talk about that in the past. And yes, I did see that. And then I think I told you guys that I also blew that chance and blew that goal in training and could tell that he was just not happy with and it was more so I didn't – I'd always made the run and it always gone there because I always saw that and thought that's the run that should be made. But I'd never played with a player who could actually get the ball to me in that position and that, that was the first time that it happened. And when it did, I just – I was just like, oh, and missed it. Uh, so that's what I say. I learned a lot in that short time that I was there with him because I can even still reflect and think on that now. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll make sure that – I won't make the mistake of just because I know what to do and I'm running into space and I'm going to be there. I still have to always expect to receive the ball, even if I don't. And um, that's a that's a good thing to remember if you guys are um, wondering. Let's see, Wando's the example of goal poacher. That's correct. He's got a knack for. Uh, I've always, like, study my teammates when I'm playing with them and just watching how they attack and approach the game. And what Wando is uh, what Wando's very good at doing is he maintains a steady pace throughout the game. So he's not particularly fast. He's not, he's not extremely slow, but he's very fit. He's de deceptively fit, and he maintains a, he maintains a, a pace through the game that eventually makes players turn off and they stop paying attention because they don't believe that he's a threat. They don't believe that he's going to do anything that could, that could punish them. And that's, that's his advantage. That's how he takes advantage of being that goal poacher, being in that place at the right time because guys stop paying attention and that's where he goes and finds his opportunity. And then, like I said, he's a very clinical finisher, so all he needs is one chance, and he's probably going to score if he gets that one chance. Um, whereas opposed to, let's say, in balance with a player kind of like me, most defenders know or are of the belief that uh, I could beat them on the dribble or I could, uh, I could use my strength uh, to, to make it difficult for them. So they've always got to be tuned in and focused and tuned in and focused and tuned in and focused, right? So there's like there's multiple levels to the game and different ways in which guys are playing it. And um, I think I learned a lot from that steady state pace uh, with my time with Wando and um, have integrated that into my game as well too. So I always tell you guys there's always something you can learn from every player that you play with. So. 
uh, Soccer Dad for Life said, I'm here and you can start now. <laughs> Love that. Uh, DC United Academy joined in. What's going on, guys? Appreciate the support. Um, I remember... I remember in an MLS All-Star game in Philly versus Chelsea, John Terry even complimented Wando at halftime. Yeah. He, uh, oh, okay. I, I remember that one. He was just saying his movement was just difficult to keep up with. And I think that's what makes it difficult. Um, like I said, he's very fit. I think he played – I think he ran cross-country in, in high school. And then was at Chico State. Did he run at Chico State? I'm not sure. Sure. Official MLS memes drop by with does luck favor the prepared? And I would have to agree with that. Yes. Those who are prepared tend to get lucky. Luck. Uh, but I really only I really think more so luck is something that we use to describe something we can't conceive as happening for a reason like with with preparation right luck is like uh they did nothing and and it just fell into the person's lap but um seldom does that thing seldom is that the case uh soccer dad for life asked what is your biggest weakness in the game. I think uh, one weakness, one of my biggest weaknesses is I'll, I'll get too focused on, I'll get too focused on, yeah, I'm trying to think of how, how best to describe it. I'll get too focused on trying to help the team. So like, so, There's a saying veterans will typically say to young guys, and it's do less, right? And uh, sometimes doing less does more. And I'll get so hyper-focused on helping my team that I'll get to a point where the help now becomes counterproductive and it's not helping the team, right? And that can become something very – that can become difficult to – to catch yourself in and know what to do when that happens. And I think that's something that I would, I would, uh, I still, I still do that too much. Like, uh, cause you see one of the core values here is over deliver, over deliver value, leave every exchange having given more than you receive, right? That's a core value here at Perfect Soccer. And because I'm approaching every interaction and conversation and, and game like that, there will be times where maybe I need to be selfish. I need to be more selfish on the field. I need to take that opportunity. I need to take that chance. And um, I wasn't or I don't because I think that being selfish sometimes is the right, uh, is the right decision. But most of the time, most people, that's their default, being selfish all the time. And that's where you're, it, it's, you're overcorrecting one way. But being selfless all the time is also overcorrecting another way. So it's, it's knowing when to be selfish and knowing when to be selfless, right? And that's the balance that you try to find. And I talk to you guys a lot about it here. 
Yo, shout out Justin Moore, jump up, dropping by, saying what's up. Uh, um, that can be difficult to find the balance in. And I think I talk a lot about that in the past with everybody in terms of saying, like, I think you find the balance by finding the extremes. So I'll go completely selfish out to the end, and then that's not good. And then you go completely selfless out to the other extreme, and that's also not good. But by having both of those experiences, now I can actually be centered and find balance. And I can now, I can now say, okay, now's the time to be selfish. Now's the time to be selfless, right? But that is something that takes time to develop. And you have to make a lot of mistakes to gain that experience and to get to that point in time. And, and once you get there, you might not be in a position where other people will give you opportunities moving forward. So you also have to be mindful of that and, and uh, understand that that could also, if it takes you too long to learn, that can also be a big problem for you moving forward. And that could also prevent your ability to maintain uh, the level you're at or get to the level you want to get to. So that's a good question. Thank you for asking. Uh, Tactics World joined. That's interesting. I haven't seen you before. Welcome. Uh, uh, ben said, I say better, but maybe I should have said perform better overall. Let me see. Oh, speaking. Okay, so there's something else you said. Speaking of cross-country, um, is long distance or speed better, in your opinion? Both both is needed to a point in football, but which kind of players were better in, in, the, pro, in the pros? So long distance or speed. Okay, so the best way I could answer that question is setting a little bit of context. So if you don't have speed that sets you apart, so like natural, like you, People go, oh, like, he's got speed, she's got speed, you can't teach. If you don't have that kind of speed, then I'd say having long-distance stamina and endurance is, is more important and better to focus in on. Because you have, a, you have, a, you have the meat. I believe more people have the body type, the physicality, the, 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 the physical attributes to be able to develop long-term stamina. I don't believe everybody has the attributes to necessarily develop fast switch muscles and speed. You kind of your speed is your speed, and, and unless you're a track athlete who's going to focus on improving your speed over five, ten, fifteen years, um, that's too long of a time horizon for it to be applicable for you in in soccer. And uh, sim simply saying, simply put, uh, shout out Ronnie on that. Uh, long distance gives you a foundation that you can work with and if you have that you can then you'll be able to develop speed but if you just have a bunch of speed and no fitness you, okay you can sprint once really great but then the game's 90 minutes so we build bottom up England 2130 welcome what's going on brother I know it's two, 230 in the morning out in England. Let's see. Uh, Soccer Dad said, trying to teach my boy the same. Be selfish when you can and play as a team when you have to. Yeah. It's a, it, yeah. 
we're talking, yeah, we're, we're talking about like moments in time and make decision making. That's really what we were always talking about here. How do you make the best decision for you in the moment to set yourself up for success today while not ruining the chances of setting yourself up for success in the future? So, so that is the skill set. These are critical thinking um, conversations that we have. These are, we're, we're trying to break down these questions in a manner that we can we can create a system of thinking and a process that works for us individually because we're all at different places at different levels of, of our process and we all have different goals, wants, desires, ambitions. So this is a great question. Oh, that's true. Uh, Paul said, we need to get Justin on the pod. That's that's true. Justin came and joined for the Ask the Soccer Pro Show, but we should definitely get him on the Perfect Soccer Podcast. Uh, get a little bit of his, uh, his origin story. So, Justin, I don't know if you're still on, but we definitely would love to have you on the, the Perfect Soccer Podcast as well. Uh, the one known as Anthony said, hey, Ben Jammin, as someone who ran both cross-country and track in, track in high school, both are beneficial, but I think track would be better since it's of a higher intensity. I think you guys might be having another conversation there, so my bad. Jumped in the middle of it. Lidos. 327, what's going on, brother? Do you want to shout out your podcast to the group so they can go and listen and follow? Um, yes, I signed with uh, Las Vegas Lights. Um, Soccer Dad said, said, great response. Thank you. Um, Fifty Fifty Ball Podcast. That's us. There we go. You guys haven't checked it out. Yeah, thanks, thanks, man. I appreciate it. If you guys haven't checked it out, make sure you guys go check out their podcast. Um, uh, the real, the real Eldon asked uh, the real E-L-D-I-N asked what do you think is more important in young player in a young player physicality speed and strength or technical skill technical skill technical skill as you get older you'll naturally have more um, you know hormones that are going to hopefully develop you and for the most part you're going to be as tall as you're going to be you're going to be you're going to have as much muscle mass as you're going to have you can get stronger. You can you can improve what you have, but kind of what you're born with is kind of what you're born with. Uh, technical skill, technical ability is something that you develop over time, and um, that comes down to repetition. And that can that can overcome speed and strength. If you, yeah, the strongest and fastest person can be beat by the most technically skillful person. Yeah, and the technically skilled person will typically have a longer career than the person who only relies on speed and strength. Okay, I like that. All right, so uh, Justin, Justin asked, hold them in the in the line in a in alignment with being out here in Vegas and Insta O B E S just said congrats on Vegas. Thank you very much. Uh, Justin asked, Texas Hold'em or Blackjack? And I'm a Hold'em guy through and through. I you know, 
Blackjack is okay. It's all right, but it's not really for me. I like Hold'em. Hold'em is a lot way more into the mind games and uh, and something that you can you can you can sit at a table for quite a bit of time and really really go all in on it. I used to play a lot of Hold'em um, growing up in high school. Shout out all my uh, Bakersfield Alliance teammates and high school teammates. We'd have uh, we'd have a lot of we'd have a lot of uh, uh, hold'em tournaments and uh, a lot of play on that. Yo, I'll, I'll, I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna call someone out for for one of our from our games back in the day, but I'll 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 save that. Maybe I'll share that on another time. But definitely Texas hold'em. Uh, Montreal Impact Meme said, "Blackjack is just luck. Hold on, more skill and mental, mental, uh, mental. That's why Quincy likes it. That is correct. And then dropped a dime in your head emoji. That is true. That is well. Uh, uh, the one known as Anthony said, unless we're talking Yu, Yu-Gi-Oh, right? That's Yu-Gi-Oh. It's not Yu-Gi-Oh. It's Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm trash at card games. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh." Spiritual athlete, yo, what's up, brother? Haven't seen you in quite some time. What's been going on? Give me a little update. As I have about uh, eight minutes left in the live before we're uh, circling it out here. Uh, we played war, highest card win. <laughs> yo, shout out war. OG game. Doesn't take much thinking. Just go. Do it. Let's see, I think I saw another question came in. Um, I think Soccer Dad had asked a question, but I, I missed it, so sorry. Uh, Spiritual Athlete said, training with Oakland Roots, 510. Dope. Yeah, I like their uh, marketing. The marketing they've been doing for the Roots, it's, it's been pretty cool. Plus, for those of you who don't know, I'm a, I'm a hypey movement kid. You know, I was at Davis back when... Um, you know, uh, E40 and the whole hyphy movement was was taken off and getting super popular. Um, and uh, Fizzle Dance and the Federation, the team, uh, Too Short, uh, Mac Dre. Oh, thinking of a lot of good times in Davis. Uh, Joe Jackson said, oh, Quincy, forgot to mention my B-Days Monday. Well, happy... Uh, happy early birthday, brother. Happy early birthday. Hey, Hyphy Movement, that's Vintage Bay Area. Let's get it. Yeet! <laughs> Yeet! <laughs> uh, Mag Dre, that's right. Uh, two Chains! Uh, two Chains. I like Two Chains because... I like nonsensical, like, hood music that's, like, clever in its own way. And I think he has really simple, really simple bars, but they're clever and they're funny. And I just like, it, it's more like, it's like vibe music that I like. I like, uh, so, like, from rapping, from that perspective, I like, uh, I like that. And then I think, like, 
one of the, I think, I think if Lil Wayne, and this is, uh, so now, now we're talking about rappers. Okay. I talked about this in the past before. Like Tupac and Biggie are considered like big all-time rappers. And I think a big reason for that is also because like when you, when you pass away early uh, before your time, you kind of become immortalized, right? And you're only remembered for like your greatest moment in time. And the way I look at it on the rapping side, if that had happened to Lil Wayne, and I'm not saying that I wanted it to happen or that it should happen, I think that he would go down as one of the great, the greatest rapper of all time. It, like there wouldn't be like any dispute on that. But if you, if you go for too long, then you're spanning too many generations, and there's and a bunch of generations always come up with counterculture music and music that they have because they don't want to listen to your music. I think that's why everyone talked about like mumble rap was a thing that the OGs were super mad about for a super long time, but weren't understanding the full reason why it came to be in the first place. So. Oh, that's a good one. You guys get me talking about all, all uh, a bunch of bunch of that when I'm looking at it. I like I like new newer. I used to listen to old Jay Z stuff in college, but I like new Jay Z for content. Uh, I think I think the industry is realizing how influential their music is on the youth, and and I think the content of the music is also important as well too. So. I know young, younger kids, younger people don't want to listen to people talk to them and maybe necessarily pass wisdom onto them in the music. Uh, but I think it's good to get a balance of that. Uh, can you do the fizzle dance? Fizz dance. Fizz dance. Fizzle it's the thistle dance. Uh, yes, yeah, a great scene. Now that song's in my head. This dance, can you do the thistle dance? <sighs> Good times. Oh man, listen to a little bit of Ace Hood, but not as not not enough to know like his music. Like I haven't I haven't really listened to to music in a while. I've been so focused on building all the stuff that I've been working on that song forgot what it's called and those were that's the first time i've listened to, to to like songs like actually went to go listen to music and i don't know I, maybe like six months something like that so uh uh great i gotta listen after the live stream yeah you guys gotta go listen to some old school uh hypey hypey uh hypey movement tell me when to go that's probably the most like popular or well-known one but i liked the team federation i mean it's just there's a bunch of like underground oh yeah droopy which is like e40 sun they had a couple of decent ones like not all the music was great don't get me wrong it was uh not all of it was great but there's some classics and it was fun the music was just fun uh and i dust all the smirk off me shirt Blow the whistle. Yeah, for safe measure, I'm going to listen to Blow, blow the Whistle. D-V-X-N-I-E-L-L. -L. What's going on, brother? Welcome. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, Cinch the Memer asked, would you consider a move to Europe in the future? Yes, I would. Um, that actually might not be out of the realm of possibilities. Uh, 
So I've just, you know, joined Las Vegas, especially here with these last couple of day, uh, games before the year closes out. Um, but there have definitely been talks uh, on the international front as well, too. But it looks like I've got a minute or two here before it's going to kick me off. So um, before, uh, before Instagram does its thing, I want to make sure I let everybody know. Thank you very much for, for joining in. Um, all the kind words. Uh, and uh, the support with the uh, with the announcement here in Vegas. I'm excited to get going and get started. Uh, soccer dads at maybe Manchester City. Uh, you guys, I'm telling you, the MSL is just starting to pick up steam, and I think people are starting to learn about what this is all about and what they've been missing out on. So, I would not put anything out of the realm of possibility. Uh, everyone spamming the heart button. I appreciate that. Dropping the I'm in your head emojis. Always a pleasure. Great wisdom. Thank you very much. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, thanks for sharing the podcast. Thanks for, you know, supporting and all the kind words. It's, it's, it's awesome. I really appreciate it. Everybody, um, come to Barca Messi might leave, maybe come in and help you guys bring that stuff back together. Hey, make the connection. Uh, K23. Thanks for your time. Quincy, I'm in your head. I love that. Thank you very much. Uh, Garrison Riv. Riviera, of course, happy to share. Um, England, start of 2021. Keep doing that work. Ben Jammin, dropping nine in your head emojis. Everyone spam that heart button. Thank you very much. Uh, enjoy the weekend. <laughs> Love that, Joe Jackson. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, everybody, thank you very much for stopping by. All the kind words. I will see everybody next week. As always, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. PST. And you guys know what it is. I'm in your head. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.